Marketing 99% Podcast with your host, Andy Cove, sharing excellent marketing. Subscribe now. Hi, so today I'm joined by Sophie Walton, the owner of 312, a brand and social media marketing agency, and you're also director of Plain Sight Media. And we're here to talk about how to develop a head-turning brand. So thanks for coming on, Sophie. Thanks for having me, Andy. No worries. Uh, so my first question uh, today is to talk about what are your core beliefs uh, when building a head-turning brand? Sure, yeah. Okay, so really great question. Um, first off, the biggest thing, obviously, so much so much competition across all of the sectors um you know and, and industries that, that we're all working in at the moment the biggest thing is to be unique um obviously it's hard to be 100 percent different when considering you know your business is you know brand and identity people will always compare and contrast what you're doing to others in your space or something else that they've seen before but trying to stand out is absolutely vital um so cliche but don't be afraid to break the mould or try and do something different. The most memorable brands are the ones that, you know, not only speak to consumers, but speak to them in such a way that they are remembered. Um, so that could be by driving emotion, empathy, humour, you know, not all of those things are going to be suitable for every business. You've got to pick, you know, correctly in line with obviously your your target audience and who it is that you're speaking to. Um, but depending on the product, um, you know, the service that you offer, just being distinctive and, and being recognisable is is really, really key. Awesome. I, I've read a book recently and the, the kind of core message was uh, different is better than better. Yeah. So just being different Good with same. the brands. Um, so where, where should brands be investing time or money uh, to turn it to create a head turning brand? Yeah, definitely. So um, the, the first thing to absolutely nail is obviously to have a real, real, real clear picture of your customer avatar, your customer's persona, who it is that you're actually speaking to, because without getting a full understanding of that person's wants, their likes, their needs, um, you have, you're going to fall flat before you've even done anything. You know, everything that you tailor your brand and your messaging around should be answering you know, um, a you know, providing a solution to the problem that your customer has. So, you know, you don't need any, you know, to necessarily spend any money in order to do that. So long as you have a real firm idea of who these people are and, and you know, what it is that they, they want from your business and your service, that is a solid starting point. So getting that correct is absolutely vital. You could have more than one customer persona. Mm -hmm. So that's when obviously things, um, you know, can get a little bit more complicated. Um, you won't necessarily just have the one person that you're talking to, and it's hard to speak to several people all at the same time, but just, you know, thinking clearly and having a strategic plan about, you know, which elements of your brand or which elements of your message are going to suit your different persona and, and marketing to them in, in the correct way. Um, so that's critical ahead of starting any design or messaging work for sure. Um, and also, you know, the most successful brands, again, will have a complete grip on who their target market is and tailor everything around the person that they're wanting to speak to. Um, so this obviously instills, you know, that know, like and, and trust element because people will resonate with what you're saying if you are seen to understand um, the things that they're going through and obviously can provide a solution. Um, so in doing this, you will obviously ultimately win over more consumers and obviously um hopefully increase your revenue as well by attracting those people to your door great and, and just to touch on the the persona aspect yeah um 
when you're working with brands, do you uh, is there is there a rule of thumb that you used when building out personas? Do you get big data sets or anything, or is it just um, kind of drawing it out on paper, getting a few uh, names together, or what what does that look like for that process? Yeah, sure. I mean, typically when we first start working with um, any client um, on a brand piece, we will sit down and do like a brand um, strategy brief with them, which will cover everything from, you know, give us an executive summary about your business to the positioning, uh, their competition, so on and so forth. But obviously the most critical part of this, as we're just talking about, is the customer persona. So we will look at, you know, demographics, you know, mm. perhaps career background, um, family background, age, uh, gender, and so on, all of like kind of the obvious things. But then also, you know, what are these people's key challenges and what are their goals and their objectives from what they're doing within their businesses and within their lives? And how can we counteract, um, you know, these things that they're, they're going through and provide a solution um, and also come overcome any objections that they may have about, potentially working with you as well and, and trying to answer those too so so yeah so there's a definite um, a definite format but those are just some of the key things that, that would be part of that process fantastic and, and just to add to that I've seen a really good uh, example of building a persona once where you map out uh, a typical day um, oh, for okay. a, yes. a customer and yeah. um, you kind of do is you say what 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 they like when they wake up are they just rolling around in bed looking at the phone or are they kind of highly motivated up on a treadmill yes. sort of people uh, yeah yeah so yeah that was like it. that that's a good yeah that so definitely true. two different types of people isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah um so what are the kind of quick wins that you think uh, brands can employ um to to make them stand out yeah sure uh, so in terms of quick wins and and making yourself stand out I you want to stand out for the right reasons obviously not the wrong reasons and one yeah. thing that stands out for me uh, as, as a wrong reason to stand out is um, not having consistency across what you're doing so you know very often again like you know the businesses that we start to work with on brand exercises will have different messaging different color palettes different tone of voice across social platforms websites brochures it doesn't make sense and not only does it not make sense um because there's such a mishmash of you know what they're doing across their brand and identity it doesn't stick with people people jump on and jump off and they don't mm -hmm. they don't care um so I definitely recommend um looking at either getting a set of brand guidelines in place which yeah. you know obviously ideally you, you'd look to pay a professional to do and work alongside you um to produce that um so yeah I, I, that that would probably be the biggest thing for me and also setting out um clear objectives as to what it is that you're looking to achieve through your brand and through your identity and having you know these aspirations of you know the sort of sub clients that you're wanting to work with and how you're going to attract them and working back from that and always keeping that in mind, having a plan written down on paper. Um, you know, this could be from a, obviously branding point of view, your marketing strategy overall um, and getting some markers in the stand to, you know, run through how you're going to achieve the, these objectives. Great. And and how, how important are objectives and goals and visions for businesses? Because businesses I've worked in the past that that have really kind of um, you know innovated and things like that. Um, I've had a really clear vision. Um, so how, maybe how how do we build them out for brands and how important are they? Do you think? Yeah, I think they're really really important. Um, you know, regardless of kind of what project you start off on, um, be it that marketing or you know more business related, um, whatever. If you have no clear plan in place before you start, the wheels 
or even so having goals and overall visions mm. obviously gives you something to work towards and map back from in order to achieve them so that's incredibly important um you know for businesses to to have in place um and obviously review regularly as well um so that you can see you know where you've come from uh where you're going what's working what isn't working for you um that will help you obviously stay on task and, and move forward as well great and how how do you think um got a question about long-standing brands um and how how they stay relevant so should should brands adapt adapt their vision along the way or should they always kind of have have that north star um and they just change their their image yeah sure so um I think obviously no business can afford to stand still, you know, particularly like, you know, in the times that we're going through at the moment, gosh, how many businesses have you seen, you know, trying to pivot to suit um, the situation that we're all faced with and stay afloat and, you know, keep alive mm. uh, from, a, from a business and, um, and marketing standpoint. So, yeah, no business can afford to stand still. Um, longstanding brands, in you know, in terms of their relevance, like you said, you know, I guess they'll always be hooked on to um you know a, a kind of you know tradition and experience if they've been going for a very long time but 100 percent agree in brands having to adapt their vision you know no matter how long they've been around so whether that's you know refreshing your branding to visually maintain a contemporary identity or developing year-on-year campaigns um in order to drive consumer engagement it's vital that you don't get complacent or get stuck in a time or well you know as far as you know, your branding and your, your marketing is concerned Fantastic. Uh, and, and some some quick quick fire questions now, and they don't need to be uh, quick fire answers and we can kind of discuss them. But um, what what brands uh, inspire you right now and what what are they doing right? Yeah, sure. Well, this is going to be a bit of a random one, but um, one that really inspires me at the moment, and that's probably mainly because of my son, is Lego. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, God, I mean, how long has that brand been going for? You yeah. know, years and years and years and years. And the, the thing I love about it is, one, it's fun, uh, two, it transcends generations, decades, it inspires, you know, it inspires children uh, to create. Um, not so much fun when you step on one, which I do pretty much, <laughs> pretty much every day. Um, but that, that's a brand, again, that, you know, has really as much as, you know, you're always going to recognise that brand, always going to recognise mm-hmm. what they do, you yeah. know what they do. You know, what have they done recently? Brought out, you know, these amazing movies, all CGI animated. You know, they're doing different things with technology now, including, um, you know, computer graphics and, and so on built yeah. into Lego. So it's just really interesting um, to watch a brand like that pivot and change and move with the times. Um, something as simple as, a you know, a construction brick that's, you know, always yeah. been around and I think will always be around and has survived I think that's a really good example I think like it's just the the product mix it's created from just a brick is is incredible and yeah yeah and uh I I don't know if you signed up to Disney plus lately um yeah I've just signed up to it during lockdown yes and uh the Lego movies are absolutely brilliant they're really cool aren't they yeah (laughs) definitely um so what uh, tools or software should every uh, person in social media be using right now? So I really, really love um, Sprout Social. It's what we use to schedule all of our um, social media content for our own business and for our clients as well. It's got some great reporting tools in there. You can produce really good looking solid PDF reports um, for your clients, great analytical tools, 
so so easy to use um so yeah big thumbs up for for sprout social we've been using it for yeah pretty much three or four years now um and we also love canva as well um, for producing yeah. really great graphics um really cheap as well so if you're looking to produce something good on a budget um they've got different obviously payment options that you can you can run with but um that's great for producing yeah branded content graphics uh video and animated gifs as well so those are my two go-to tools amazing um where would you point uh, marketers to uh, any books or podcasts or kind of blogs where you think uh, either on branding or social media or any 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 marketing subjects where uh, they've, they've been kind of game changing for you? Um, I really love to keep up with so social media today is fantastic if you haven't signed up to it already and you work in the social media space or that's something that you're interested in as part of your uh, marketing strategy within your business definitely sign up to that. Um, they have really up to the minute information on all of the latest trends in social media. Um, so that's really interesting. Newsletter comes through every morning. Um, try and read it every morning. It takes <laughs> about 10 minutes. Um, so yeah, that's a, a good way to start the day. Um, and I always, always have and uh, always will look to the German Campaign Live for um, information on, on branding and marketing campaigns. They have some really cool stuff on there. Awesome. Um, bit of a random question. Um, if you could have an ad anywhere in the world um, with any message on it, where would it be and what would it say? Yeah, this was such an interesting question. And um, yeah, so if it was anywhere in the world, um, so I decided that I would like to have a continual message. Um, sounds a bit soppy, really, but um, running across the sky, just reminding everyone to to be kind to each other. Um I think the be kind message is something that's obviously really come to the forefront certainly over the last few months with things that we've seen in the media yeah um we live in a world where is you know a lot is taken for granted at the moment and people are too quick to criticize and judge and again particularly in this time we're, we're all in uh, something quite difficult and challenging together so perhaps a constant daily reminder to treat each other <laughs> fairly uh, might help <laughs> love it um so where can people find you if they want to kind of hear more about you or your your kind of business? Um, and have you got any requests of the audience? Yeah, sure. So um, we send out regular um, email updates with marketing insights and uh, tips on. So we'd love it if you were able to visit our website, which is 312.co.uk. We've got a newsletter sign up on there. Um, and if you'd like to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook um, and Twitter and Instagram too, that would be amazing. Perfect. Uh, and final question to end, uh, to summarise the conversation, um, what would you think would make brands excellent uh, in this area of branding and marketing? Yeah, sure. Um, knowing your audience, not being afraid to be different um, and being consistent with what you're doing. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Sophie. I really enjoyed that conversation. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marketing 99% podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please tag us on LinkedIn. Tell us what you thought of the episode. Please subscribe to the podcast for all the latest episodes. Thank you.